Well, if you changed your shorts once in a while, maybe you wouldn't have rats in your pants. So we've got a regular crystal chick. We've got a double cheese crystal. And then we've got a... Oh, this might actually be the regular crystal chick. One of them is Nashville hot. What do you have oh, on the no. menu? I just... I am a boring boy, and I just have um, three plain cheese crystals. Wow, you didn't decide to mix it up at all? Well, I had a corn pup. I had two corn pups as well, but I... Needed something for dinner. <laughs> Welcome to Purely Nostalgia. It's the podcast where we take a look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes. We try to figure out if they were actually good or if we just thought they were. My name is Eli Shapsmith, and I am the greatest good you are ever going to get. And my name is Clint Jazz Hands Page, and I am what the French call laissez compétent. Clint, why, why, why do we have crystals today? Um, I mean, we are celebrating a bit it's sort of in a way that has made us laugh more of a tradition than, more of a tradition it's made us laugh harder than more we of really a religion have. really if we're more of honest. a religion yeah yeah um but we're talking about we're, we're going back to our roots right um we're talking about our boy max keeble kind of and that brings us back to 2018 when we Tried very, very hard to get Crystal to love us. Yep. And did it work? Kind of. I'm going to rub a crystal against my microphone. Are you oh, yeah. Let's this? hear that. Oh, no. I got <laughs> crystal juice <laughs> on my microphone. Yeah, that was not a good idea. Um, I don't. It was the Max Keeble episode the first time we talked about Crystal? No, I can remember. That was our uh, Christopher. No, it was our Max Keeble episode, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. All I know is that we talked about Max Keeble having a big crystal. and how Max Keeble's Big Crystal, yeah. The sequel to Max Keeble's Big Move should be called Max Keeble's Big Crystal, which a big crystal would just be a regular burger. Yes, and that and made that, us laugh very And that hard. is comedy, and that's funny, and that is why in the two years since then we have developed such a huge following and why we're yeah. such a popular podcast now. Remember Christian Deadpool? Yeah, that <laughs> was, was a good one, wasn't it? That was one of the jokes yeah. that the, the listeners really liked. Mm-hmm. That's why we haven't done it in two years. Yep. Yeah, they they we had to put that one to bed because the listeners just liked it too much, and we you got to keep them guessing, you know. Mm-hmm. Gotta keep them on their toesies. I have um. I don't know. You've moved. I know. I've but moved like this... eight times since we've had this podcast. Wait, really? Yeah, no, not I eight. Maybe I think four actually. Okay, I we started out. I lived at my parents' house, and then I got married, and then we were at my wife's first house, my wife and I's first house, and now we're in our new home that we've been for about nine months. So three times for me, or tw- we moved twice, but three separate locations. Um. Yeah, I've only actually moved three times. So we've. Oh, you've moved twice. Okay, so I've I've had four different locations, but I've moved twice. Mm. Is this interesting? Are people liking this? They're loving it. I just took a big old swig of my Diet Coke. So we are going to talk about the third Home Alone movie. We have a tradition of talking about a Home Alone movie every Christmas, and we will get to that in just a minute. Um, but mm-hmm. we did decide to get some Crystal because of our relationship to Max Keeble and Crystal. Max Keeble, obviously played by Alex D. Linz, who plays the character of Alex Pruitt in the film Home Alone 3, the third one. Yep. The return of the Jedi of the Home Alone <laughs> saga. Yeah, some would say. More like the Tokyo Drift, I would say. Um, I, I just have, took a bite of my crystal. I haven't seen those movies. Yeah, I should take a bite now, shouldn't I? Yeah. While you take a bite, uh, there is something um, important that I do think we need to discuss. Is it not Home Alone 3 and Crystal? Can we handle anything else in this episode? No, maybe. Um, So there has been something going on ever since November uh, that has, you know, kind of tilted America on its axis, and it uh, has been in the election. 
and um, the it was finalized today. Actually, uh, the results have been finalized, and uh, they have they have called. They have stopped the count. The electoral council has casted its votes. I know people don't like it when you talk on mic with food in your mouth, but I've never really had the opportunity to. So I thought I wanted... you were doing a voice. No, <laughs> like this a is bit. me eating a crystal. And people uh, okay. are grossed out about this, but I don't do this much. Let me do it once. Okay, sorry, continue. Yeah. No, 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 I, I, yeah, I understand. And uh, this podcast, like, ha- throughout its inception, has very clearly fallen on one end of the party line. And we're happy to say that our, um, our vote was for the winner. Mm-hmm. Um it is with great pride that we announce that as of today, um, Shrek has been inducted into the Library of Congress. And uh, we just felt like it would be weird not to address that, you know? Right, right. We had to. We had to. How, how yeah. do you feel about this news? Like, how did you feel when you read the news? I didn't know that this was a thing. That happened and occurred, but um, now that I know, mm-hmm. I I have so many demands on movies that I want in in uh, the Library of Congress. Okay, let's hear them. Max Hebel's big move. Okay. Um, I, I, again, I don't know if these movies are or not. Um, I'm gonna say Max Hebel is actually. I think <laughs> I think it already is. Are you serious? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I would be <laughs> I'd be confused. Uh Brave Little Toaster, that's one. Okay. Um Rockadoodle, that's mm-hmm. another. Um I'm gonna say Pinocchio. I feel like only Dougal or Delgo can get in there. We can't put both yeah. of them in there. I'm okay, I'm gonna say uh Delgo. Yeah, I agree. Delgo. Mm-hmm. Um, good grief. I took t- way too big of a bite. Um, and then finally, Big Fat Liar. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What What about you? What's something funny I could say? What's a, what's a really funny joke that I could drop right here? <clears throat> Bernie the Dolphin 2. Okay, that would be funny if I said that. No, what if I said, okay, <laughs> okay, sit down. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, hold on. Okay, I'm, re- I'm good. A film that I think should be in the Library of Congress is okay. a little film that I like to call Shrek 2. <laughs> and I just want to check in and make sure you're okay because I'm sure you just fell out of your chair. I just, hey, this is ghost. I'm a ghost now. Oh, no, no, I killed you. I choked on my crystal and that I sucks. died. That sucks, but it did. It it was worth it. Oh, yes, absolutely. I'm in heaven now. That that rules. I am too because I'm eating crystal. Um, we will talk about Home Alone three. I promise. But um, what? How's your crystal? Is it good? Number one, one of them is gone. Wow. And so it's, yes, these are just regular crystals. No cheese. No, they they do have cheese. They're plain cheese. Oh, so okay. they don't have puck. They don't have puckle or mustard. So I ordered a cheese crystal. I think they gave me a double cheese crystal. Um, what? Like they put double cheese on it. No, like a double cheese crystal is a thing there that you can get. It's like two oh, patties. Oh, yeah, two patties, yeah. And they gave me one of them, which I don't think I ordered that. I think I just said a cheese crystal and a crystal chick and a Nashville hot chick. I haven't tried either of the chicks yet because I can't tell which one is Nashville hot. They look exactly the same. And that is a problem. That is a problem. I think the one I'm about to eat is the Nashville chick. Now say something funny while I take a bite into it. Do you love to dance? <laughs> Was that good? What if I told you that I still don't know if that was the ha- Nashville hot chick? Yeah, I mean, I've gone on record of saying I do I was severely disappointed in their Nashville hot chick. I like the crystal chick. Like I think it's Oh, yes, me too. It's very cheap, but it it works. Yeah, that was the Nashville hot. I could feel the little tingle of quote-unquote heat. Um, wow, that really is just nothing, though, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's nothing. Um, I have a lot of love for Crystal. On the, my bag, it says, square away late-night cravings. And Crystal is, while I am not an alcoholic, I can imagine that if I were, I would eat a lot of Crystal. 
Um, I can remember back when I worked at uh, a company before the company I work at now, and Crystal. I was there. Correct. And I was there. Uh, remember when we did a joke about me working at Taco Bell and people thought that I really did? Yeah. Um, and in hindsight, that's just kind of mean. Like, people yeah, do work at Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, we shouldn't have <laughs> joked about that. Let's apologize. If you work at Taco Bell and you heard that, oh, we're sorry. That was mean. Yeah. Sorry. And thank you for your service, also. Yeah. We weren't making fun of you. Yeah. Um, we were making fun of me because I would not be able to perform your job. Right. Um, but this was back when I worked at a um, a place, and I was there till like four in the morning sometimes. And I can remember on my final day there, they made me clothes, classic. And I was there till three in the morning, and I was like, I'm gonna go get dinner. And I got Crystal on my way home, and I sat. I still lived with my parents. I sat in my bedroom on my bed watched movies on my laptop and ate crystal crisscross applesauce and i was so happy that actually does sound great because it's like that feeling of being done with something yeah and just like eating a, just treating yourself to like a trash meal sorry tra- yeah. I, mean, I mean good i mean trash in a good way you know well this, you, crystal. Your, your boy got mad diarrhea afterwards of course. uh and that in a way was like i could just like fall asleep on the toilet and evacuate my bowels it was a nice time um, so I really, I do want to say this about Crystal before we start talking about Home Alone 3, which we will, we, we, we like I said, we'll, we'll get yeah, to we'll it. get there eventually. Hey, calm down. Hey, take hey, a chill boys. pill. We'll get there. Calm down. Um, I had, we, we had talked about we wanted to get Crystal and eat it during this episode to celebrate our boy Max Keeble, and I forgot about that, and I have eaten dinner. I ate da- and dinner mm-hmm. about an hour ago, <laughs> and then I remember that we had to do this, and then I went and got three Crystals. And let me tell you, I'm enjoying them. I'm very full. Mm-hmm. I feel like I shouldn't be putting more food in my body. And yet, I will finish all three of these crystals because they're good. Yeah, your belly's like... And you, from what I understand, you had like a decent meal, right? Like mm-hmm. somebody prepared it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so your belly's like, mmm, sustenance. And then you pile on crystal on top. Mm-hmm. And your organs are like, no, sir. What's going on? But mentally, you are strong. I want to go on record and say that I think the Crystal Chick is one of my favorite fast food items. I just wow. took another bite of it. One of them. Like, I'll say top five. Mm. The McRib is on my Mount Rushmore. That sucks. And um, <laughs> <laughs> it sucks that you think that. And it sucks that you are on my podcast. Your podcast? <laughs> yes. When you admitted to liking the McRib... You. This became my podcast. You no, don't have a sir, right to it anymore. Sir, I do not like the McRib. I love the McRib. And a lot of people are saying, oh, are you Doughboys now? Is that what this podcast is? Is this a fast food review podcast? And to those people, I say, mind your own business. We do what we want on this yeah, show. Yeah, mind your own business. We can do what we want. We do, we, we do what we want. We, this show, one day we might get on here and review different types of grass. And you, listener, just have to sit back and say... Mm, this is what I signed up for because they are in charge, not me. Okay, what is your worst grass? Oh, Mine man, I took br- a bite of a crystal right when you asked that. Oh, yeah, because you would have had an answer ready whenever I asked you. But Yeah, well, I, have, I have my you. answer. My worst grass is the devil's grass, marijuana. Uh-huh. Yeah, good. Uh, I didn't have a joke. I was just going to say Bermuda. <laughs> oh, I like Bermuda, actually. I hate Bermuda grass. Our, our front yard is Bermuda grass, and it's so invasive, and it killed some of our plants. There's something weird about the feeling of Bermuda grass on bare feet, like, is actually... It's spiky. It is spiky, but it's like, I like it. I don't know. It's 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 too invasive. I like the invasiveness, and it mm-hmm. feels like you're at the beach to me, because, like, it, that's the kind of grass they have at beach condos. Just give me Kentucky bluegrass, baby. Um... Should we talk about the Return of the Jedi of the Home Alone Saga, Home Alone 3? I mean, we've come this far. I have finished my crystals, by the way. Oh, I haven't. I've almost finished the Crystal Chick. I took one bite of the Nashville Chick. I guess I'll return to it. And then I still have a bunch (coughs) of the double cheese crystal left. So we'll just be snacking on these throughout. And we will sometimes eat on mic. And you, listener, you don't... Hey, you're already, you've made it to like you don't have much of a choice. 15 minutes into the episode at this point. 
So like we got the download number. <laughs> you can delete yeah, it right now it. if you want. I don't care. Yeah, that's true. That's a fair point. But yeah, I mean, eventually we it's in the show title. I feel like we at least owe it to our our loyal fan um, to talk about the Home Alone three. Yeah, this is for you, Ryan M. This is for you, Ryan M. <laughs> Sorry, Cody. <laughs> it's always one of those two. Yeah, exactly. Um, I like completely blanked and was like, how do I even transition into talking about this movie? <laughs> it is hard to remember what we usually do on this show. Let me, hey, let me ask you a question. What is your experience? Uh, actually, give me a refresher on your experience with the Home Alone franchise as a whole. And then tell me your experience with the movie Home Alone 3. Yeah, I mean, Home Alone just as a whole represents Christmas for me. Um, I love the first and the second. I used to watch it every year growing up. My my wife and I have watched uh, Home Alone 1 and 2. Not this year yet. We've tried to... Pardon me, my crystal is coming up to fight me. Um <laughs> Uh, but we, we we got about halfway through Home Alone 1 uh, so far in this Christmas season. Sorry, this Christmas season. Thank and uh, we we did not get all the way through, but that's just because we fell asleep. And um, yeah, I just, I watch it every year. It is a beloved franchise to me and to my, my family at large. What is your experience with the Home Alone? Did your 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 nanny like this movie? Is that her name? Her yes, title? Yes, uh, her name. That's that is her title. That's her honorific. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of people wanted her to drop it when she became the first lady. But yeah, I, yes. I was. You beat me to it. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say yeah. I really think it's inappropriate that she makes me call her Doctor Nanny when she only has a doctor <laughs> of education yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I mean, if I broke my bone at dinner, then what would she do? Educate me? I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> I don't think so, Dr. Nanny. Uh, but, no. I mean, yeah, she probably likes it, I would imagine. Yeah, she Actually, I'm cool. going to go out on a limb and say she probably hasn't seen it. Um, hmm. I'm not, I, Home Alone as a whole, she hasn't seen any of them? She's probably, like, caught it on television, like, a little bit, but I doubt that she is sat down and watched it. I really doubt that she and my papa went to go see it whenever it first came out. What year was the first one? 1994? 91. Five? Oh, no, you're right. It was earlier than that. Yeah. yeah. No, this this Home Alone 3 came out in 97. So I asked Chandler if she had seen Home Alone 3, and she said, yes, a lot. And is it okay if I get her to get on the mic really quick? For her to tell me, for her to just mention her experience of watching Home Alone 3? Yes, I command it. Okay, hey honey, come here. Come here right now. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna, honey, come over here, sit by me. Oh, no, I don't remember. I just remember eating it with bologna sandwiches. <laughs> come over here, honey. You ate put Home this... Alone with bologna sandwiches? Here, here, put the headphone in. Hi Chandler, <laughs> welcome. Thanks for being the producer of our show. Hey, honey. All right, so I have my wife and producer of the show, Chandler Page, on here. Ah, uh, darn, honey. Hello to my fans. Honey, I gave away your first and last name. They're going to find you I now. Know. Uh, she is so nervous right now. Our dog has run out. I don't know where he is. Yeah, you better uh, watch out for Ryan M. and Cody. They <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're going to come after you. They have some wild fans. Uh, but, honey, you you told me, remember the other day, how you were like, yeah, I've seen Home Alone 3 a lot. So can you like just briefly go over your experience? Well, no, nope, get over here. This is the <laughs> microphone. Getting closer. Hello. <laughs> well, I used to watch it a lot when I was when and I and oh my god. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> and I would, No, it's good. I, and I would watch it a lot while I would eat bologna sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, honey. <laughs> Thank you, Chandler. She has run out of the room now. <laughs> so let me let me let me let you in on a little secret. Anytime I ask her, like, hey, have you seen this movie? Literally every time she's like, I used to sit and watch this while I ate bologna sandwiches. <laughs> so I think that's like her 007, you know, like it is always 007. It's just a title, not a person, you know? Yeah. 
I don't so. I don't know what you're saying. What what are you I'm confused about the 007 thing. So what's your experience <laughs> okay. with the Home Alone franchise? Um so the Home Alone franchise, I loved the first two growing up. Um had seen multiple seen them both multiple times. I'm sure I talked all about it in our other Home Alone episodes. Loved mm-hmm. the franchise. Definitely had seen this one. Um I think I've seen the whole thing but I maybe have never watched it like all the way through. Um, the whole thing all the way through because I just like have caught it on TV when it's been on. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, I had seen it at least once and just kind of through bits and pieces catching whatever part of it happens to be on TV when I turn it on. Um, and I remember enjoying it, mm. but not really? to the extent that I enjoyed the first two. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really get to talk about Home Alone 3 that much, but I'm kind of like you. I I mean, I don't think that we owned this on any type of like DVD or VHS. Uh, I just remember it coming on television. And Mr. Passive Aggressive, uh, I didn't get to talk about Home Alone 3 much. D- talk about it. I, I am. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm on, edge. I'm on edge. I'm on edge today. To, is it is you, it the crystal? You know what crystal shooting does to through me. your veins. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. I should. Yeah, I shouldn't have provoked you. Sorry, um, keep going. But I can remember. So around, not around this time, a, a few years later, I, I didn't see this whenever it came out in '97. I saw this probably in elementary school, like around fourth or fifth grade for the first time. And you know, Doris, the little rat. Mm-hmm. I had one of those. I had. It's called a fancy rat. I had one, except she was black and had a white stripe going up her face. And so she, she was a, white a skunk. Belly. No, she was a rat. What you had was a small skunk, Clint. I had a rat, and her name was Ella May. And, um, That's cute. Yes, Ella May. Fancy rats are very smart. So, like, I could train her. Um, I had, like, a little clicker, and if I, like, clicked it a certain amount of times, that means she would have to come to me. If I like clicked it another certain amount of times, I mean, go in your cage. They're very, very smart. Yeah. And uh, that's why we do science experiments on them. Uh, so, so they can register pain. Right. Um, shout but, out to all the fancy rats out there. Thank yeah, you for shout out service. to all the fancy rats. Yeah, really. But um, I had one, and I loved her. She was one of my favorite pets, and then we left her out too long in the sun, and she died. <laughs> um, but you know how Max Keeble has like an old-timey camera case that he keeps his rat in? Um, by Max Keeble, I'm sure you mean Alex Pruitt. Yes. Are we gonna just call him Max Keeble in this episode? Yes, absolutely. Okay, yeah, that's fine with me. Because it's not in anything else. It's these no, two. No, his right? real name. His real name is Alex, and I'm yeah. not gonna call him as Timothy Chalamet says. I'm not gonna call him by his name. You're right. Um, he does say that. Yes, <laughs> he says, "Call me by my name." Yes. Um, and that's it. That's the whole movie. But um. You know how Max has that little, like, old-timey camera case that he keeps his mouse in? Yeah. So I had one of those, and I was like, I wonder if LMA will sit in here, like in the movie Max Keeble's Home Alone. And she did not. However, um, I, if I ever had, like, a frocket, she would sit in my frocket. Is, should I know what a frocket is? A front pocket. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um... That's really cute, and you learned that from this movie? I learned it from this movie. And people say this movie isn't educational. Yeah, they do say that constantly. That is one of the big things they say about this movie. Um, so I think we should get into what we thought about this movie. What did we give this on a scale of 1 to 10? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you go first, as I typically do, so I can take another bite of this Nashville hot chick, which has no heat. Get that stank. Um, so yeah, I, uh, this movie Home Alone 3, I gave it a rousing, a 2 out of 10. (laughs) Did you just have to fill in the space with something? Yeah, my mouth is still full. Uh Uh-huh. Here, let me, while I chew this up and swallow it, let me do this. 2 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, uh, you gave it a 2 out of 10. I gave it a... Four out of ten, because, uh-huh. you know, I've still got some joy in my soul. I can still hear the bells of Christmas. Oh, no, I did not hear these bells. You this movie know. had no right to make itself a Christmas movie. There was nothing Christmas about it. 
other than there was the snow. That's interesting. I hadn't even thought about that. But you're right. Does it even take place at Christmas time? Does it say that it does? I mean, are there Christmas they decorations? Yeah, they say there. It's the 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 house with the wreath on the door and the unshoveled driveway. And that's it's like, right. Oh, that's the that is the meaning of Christmas. You're right, but Christmas is not really a part of the plot like it is in the first two. Correct. Um, so this is not a Christmas movie, but a Die Hard movie instead. <laughs> yeah, correct. I mean, yeah, it's it's in some ways it probably is closer to Die Hard than it is to Christmas. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't think it was awful. I Okay, I at first thought this was going to be uh, unwatchable for the first few yes. minutes. Because, like, the first 15 minutes, I don't think you see Max Keeble for a while. It's you just don't. focusing on these evil spy people. Chasing an old woman. And it's like, we don't need that. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't need it. Give us Marvin Harry. Give us, well... In, I, mean, I don't know. You want to have new bad guys, that's fine. But we don't need the first 15 minutes of the movie to just be them running around doing bad right. guy stuff. That's not what I come to home alone for. I mean, I kind of would have liked, you know, Marvin Harry to be almost like, you know, these mythical creatures <laughs> where <laughs> they are in a new town, which, where are they? What, where, uh, geographically, where are they? In this? Chicago? They're they're cares? in Chicago. I don't know. So there's, I mean, Chicago in the first first one i was at the first two the second one is new york <laughs> it literally is lost in new york uh no they are in chicago in this one i can remember it because they show like well, we need to go to and then they show like the airplane flight board and it's like dinging chicago and it that that is a jesus juke because they uh they're like we have to go to chicago and you are not seeing home alone three if you have not seen home alone one and or two uh, you don't jump in on three. That just doesn't happen. And so they're making us think like, they're going to Chicago to be with Kevin McAllister, but no, it's just Max Hebel. Oh, I didn't even think about that at all. Yeah. Okay, I actually have a theory, though. I think that in the th- early stages of development of this movie, it was intended to be about Alex, or sorry, about uh, Kevin McAllister. Mm. And then at, th- at a certain point, they were just like, this needs to just be a different kid. Well, yeah, I mean, um, was it Macaulay Culkin was sixteen at the time of this movie? So, right. I mean, it's still no. I thought they. Were, I think they were gonna recast him, but I think they were oh. still like, oh, it's still Kevin though, because the fourth one is Kevin McAllister, but it's a new kid that plays him. It looks nothing like. Wait, uh, are you Macaulay serious? Culkin. I didn't yep. know that. It's only for TV, so we're not gonna do it on this show. Yeah, we're I don't only want doing to. the theatrical ones, but it I think is I've Kevin. seen that one. Does that take place in like a mansion or something? Yes. Okay, so the if <sighs> I could be wrong. And on the show, we don't verify things. We just make claims from our memory. Um, Correct. I believe the fourth one is Kevin's parents have gotten divorced, which is so depressing. Oh, no. Because we would spent two movies that? with this family. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're divorced now. And it's Kevin staying with his dad and his new wife or something. Uh, that part I'm not sure about. But it's it's Kevin staying with one of them. And they're in, he's living in like a rich, smart home where he can like talk into an Alexa remote and be like, door close, and uh-huh. the door will close, and it bonk Marv in the head. And uh, it's just Marv, Marv and his girlfriend, no Harry. What? But it's not, it's a different actor. And he's, he looks he looks and acts nothing like Marv. This kid looks nothing like Kevin McAllister. Yeah. No, he doesn't. Yeah, uh, Marv, his name is Marv Merchants. Marv. Marv Merchants. Okay, Daniel Stern. Yes, I, I the name was on the tip of my tongue, and I tall and skinny Daniel Stern. My main theory for this being no, that's not Marv. That's Harry. That's uh, not Al Pacino. Other guy. <laughs> yes, Al Pacino is his name. Because he's wearing like a little little cap thing. No, it's Marv. I promise you. Well, yeah, it's Marv. Well, okay, so we need to we need to go back and fix this. So Daniel Stern Are you... is Daniel Stern is Marv. That makes no sense because he—they look like they're dressing him up like Harry. Yeah, no, it's Marv. I don't know why. Yeah, no, I don't you're, know. You're, yeah, that makes no sense. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It's Marv. Um, Wait, it's French Stewart. French Stewart is Marv. Is it French Stewart? Oh, yes. I didn't know who he was when I saw it, but that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh. Bad, bad movie. Um, yeah. So this one is is evil spies, and there's a microchip. They're not just robbers. 
They're yes. evil spies. No, 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 no. They are terrorists. Yeah, they're terrorists. Get that you're, correct. you're right. You're right. They're terrorists. Yeah, they work for North Korea, apparently. Um, I think before we dive deeper into this, we do need a 10,000-foot view. How are we getting on up to that sky? Um, so there's a ramp in our backyard that is made of snow. Okay. And we need to get to the other backyard. Okay. which is across the alley. Okay. And we get on our, our little bitty remote control car, and we zoom over the ramp, and we're 10,000 feet up in the air. Woohoo, we're here. Does that work? That works. I'm good with that. That's a very niche understanding of this movie. Yeah. Uh, or scene in this movie. But uh, home, home Alone's three. Uh, so there's this chip, right? And uh, it goes to a missile. And these and North Korea, they don't specify who, but they say the North Koreans. So you can just assume that it's all all of them up over there. Um, they want this chip to murder and kill, <laughs> um, and they send uh, these spies to America to to do something. No, they send these spies from America. And I think I all think. these spies are like from different places too, right? Like one of them's yes. Russian, right? Yeah, one of them's Russian, one of them's British. The other have inexplicable accents. Um, and one is American, because he tries to be the Marv. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all know who which one it is. Um, darn it, my throat hurts. Do I have shark? I, I think I'm good. Um, you might but anyway, shark. yeah. Uh, anyway, they, oh no, what happens? They decide to put the microchip in a remote control car, because yeah, that makes sense, right? And, uh, no, they're coming from Paris and, uh, they're coming from Paris and they have to stop in America and then they, uh, they're trying to get the chip and the bags get, uh, switcherooed and, uh, now an old lady has it. She goes to Chicago and they're like, I gotta go kill that old lady to get the microchip back. And once you know, the microchip, uh, ends up tangentially in the home of Max Keeble, also known as Alex Pruitt. And he is a little stinker. And he uh, he gets the microchip and he witnesses a bunch of burgles, and then he realizes they're gonna they're gonna try to kill my family next. And then he uh, he he takes it upon himself to stop the burglars, which are also the terrorists. And then the police are like, or the FBI are like, we've been tracking this guy for twenty five years, and you did it, kid. <laughs> and. Uh, now the uh, the whole family is uh, back together. Hooray! <laughs> and Alex is a hero. Max Keeble is a hero. Yeah, Max Keeble is a hero. Correct. Um, and Scarlett Johansson is in this one too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remembered people talking about her being in it. Um, and like, did you know Scarlett Johansson was in Home Alone three? And for the longest time, I just assumed she was one of the robbers. Yes, uh, because it's like, oh, well, she's older, right? Which, I, if I had actually thought about it, I probably would have done the math and realized that she would have been too young at that time. But I yeah. didn't think about it. And then when the sister appeared on the screen, well, no, first the, I saw the female robber and was like, that's not Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> and then right. I saw the sister later was like, oh, this is this is Teen ScarJo. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, I, I was kind of like you. I was like, oh, okay, they they did this. Um, they did the Home Alone three, uh, but I, I I didn't realize that it was only five years after Home Alone two, and mm. it's a completely different thing, you know? Yeah, completely it is different. very different. Okay, so here's the thing. I actually think the premise for this works. I like the twist being that he is homesick. He has it's home alone pots. on a technicality. Yes, I I see I see what you're saying there, but I feel like you gotta you gotta twist it up. You gotta mix it up. And so I like the idea of it being instead of it being like he's home alone and he can't even get in touch with his family to tell them that there's robbers trying to kill him. It's that he's home alone during the day by himself with chickenpox and nobody believes him. I think that's actually a fun twist on the subject matter. And if that was Home Alone three with Kevin McAllister and that was the twist. I would maybe be more into it. But then they also feel like they had to add the extra twist of the bad guys being terrorists. Um, yeah. Which I don't think works. Yeah, I mean, like, 
So if it was Kevin McAllister, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. Oh, he's McAllister, advocating for the devil. Let, let I pull up my Mara Johanna. Um, <laughs> but if it was Kevin McAllister, I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much if it was the same premise because it's like you 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 start in the home, you're home alone in in his house in Chicago for for Home Alone one. Home Alone 2, he's lost in New York. Stakes are bigger. Home Alone 3, it's, you know, freaking, you know, whatever. Seven, five years later, bring those stakes up, baby. Maybe he is, like, Home Alone, but in, like, school or something. Like, I don't know. Like, he's in, like, Saturday school or detention, and now he's got to pull all these pranks and traps in the school. I don't know. But, like, I wouldn't have liked it if it was Kevin McCann. Like, our, our boy... Uh, Macaulay Culkin as Kevin McAllister, you know, back in uh, freaking his house. I yeah. Have, I, I want those stakes to be bigger. That's true. If it's Kevin, you got to go bigger than New York. It's got to be Home Alone Lost on the Moon or something. <laughs> Home Alone. Uh, Home Alone in the big old pit or something. Home Alone the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, I did hear that uh, Tommy McGuire will that be reprising his role. Back. Yeah. Yeah. In Home, Home Alone, Alone 7. Yeah, that's fair. Tommy McGuire and Macaulay Culkin and Alex D. Lenz are all. Yeah, I back. heard that Alex D. Lenz is repri- reprising his role as Max Keeble in the new Spider-Man. Hey, can one of our two listeners Photoshop the Spider-Man meme where they're pointing at each other, but one of them is Macaulay Culkin and one of them is Alex D. Lenz? Would that be funny? Yeah. Yeah, can somebody do that? Although, <laughs> for the Spider-Man meme, one of them is just going to be the back of someone's head. That's uh, true. <laughs> it, it's got to be Max Keeble's head, because remember, yeah, he has that spiky hair. He's got, well, I was thinking it would be uh, Alex Pruitt's head, because he's got, like, a chili bowl cut. Oh, yeah. Either one works. Yeah, yeah. either one. I, I, okay, so I like Alex Pruitt. I like that he's a different kid, and that he's yes. different... He was cute. He is cute, and he's like he's not exactly the same as Kevin because Kevin is like a spoiled, entitled brat, yeah. and Alex is not as much he's that. A, he's a stinker. He's just a stinker. He's a little tornado of madness. He's like little Dennis the Menace, and I like that. Yes. He is also like Kevin had he he was almost like a Wes Anderson character. Kevin McAllister was. You know, he was a kid, but he was really smart and articulate. Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. And uh, were you going to make fun of me? No, I was just laughing because I was like, I'd never would have gone there in my brain. But I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, but, I'm on board. Th- but this Max Keeble boy, he's like six, five, six years old. He's little. Like, he's a little bitty guy. He is. And he, like, play. he actually plays it like a kid, you know? He is. Um, I don't know. I feel like he's the same age as Kevin in Home Alone 1, roughly. Maybe he's just small. I don't he, know. He does feel littler i don't know um i like him i don't think he's the problem no i agree i think that he's the best thing about the movie and that might just be me being biased because it's max keeble freaking keeble max freaking keeble the one and only you you know one of the worst things about this movie it doesn't have enough max oh there's no robes (laughs) no robes is a problem too yeah. What I was going to say is the fact that they tease us with this dar- dollar store version of the John Williams score over the title okay, card. Okay, yes. <laughs> and, then, and it already sucks, and you're like, oh, this is bad. And then they it's don't from even like a use, video game. <laughs> they don't even use that theme throughout. It's just a new, bad, cheap score, and that it's, makes yeah, me sad. Yeah, it, it's bad. And so this movie is directed by the same uh, man that directed the Scooby-Doo movies. How did I not put that together? Doesn't it? It feels it feels the same, doesn't it? Wow. Yeah. Wow. So God uh, is real. I for- he is real. I forgot it was him. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What's it? I can't remember his name. Um, Raja Gos- Gosnell. Gosnell. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yes. Raja Gosnell. Yeah. This uh, real 2020 is the year of Raja. We didn't even mean to. We didn't mean to. Is this why the year has sucked? I think we did it. I'm sorry, everyone. Oh, we're sorry, guys. That's interesting. Now I want to sit and think about this for a minute. Can you see any directorial touch between those movies? Yeah, I mean, like, how stupid the characters are. 
Like just um, how they how they interact in the world. They are just idiots. Yeah, I yeah, I kind of can see some similarities with the terrorist characters in this movie. Yeah, we are not calling them thieves. They are terrorists. They're not thieves. They're not spies. They are terrorists. Yeah. Let's get that straight. We call them by their name. Um yes. much like Army Hammer. Um That was good because but, you said Army Hammer instead of Timothy Chalamet that time, so it was a variation on the joke, and so everyone's laughing really hard now. Yeah. Um, I, I was waiting for you to do the laugh sound, but I'm glad you didn't. Um, but anyway, the... I didn't even do that. It just happened. Yeah, I got, like, genuinely frustrated with the movie at, like, the the antic scene when, he br- when they decided that they want to murder this child. Mm-hmm. Um... It was bad. All the, Are you talking the, about the remote control car chase? Well, when they're like trying to get into the house. And oh, yeah, so they're trying to, toward the end. when they're Yeah, towards yeah, the end. Towards gotcha. the end. Yeah, it was bad. It, it was, was so bad. It was more violent than the first two, which is saying yes, something. Yes, I agree. They had real guns in this one, too. They do have guns in this one, and that sucks because yeah, he's, I mean, he's they a had, child. They had guns in the other one, but you see the gun go off. And, and the they gun, like, when they pull out the gun in the first one, it like the tone of the whole goo. movie. Yes. But like, well, I'm thinking of the end when they have him in the house and they like hang him on the door hook. You yeah. Know? Do they have a gun then? I don't even remember. No, like, they're just threatening him. Okay. I just remember in that moment, like that's one of the things I, I like about that movie is like, it's all fun and games until that happens. And then you're like, Oh, they're gonna murder oh, this gonna child. Get real, <laughs> yeah. You don't really have a moment like that in this one. Alex is kind of always in control. Yeah. Well, they do like semi kill this old woman. That's true. Yeah. They. Do, <laughs> they. Do, that was weird. They, they tie leave her, her in up. the cold, and then she falls asleep. <laughs> they tie her up, and they leave her in like a shack, and they leave the door open the so shack. she freezes, and then yeah. she is asleep when Alex yeah. finds her. Yeah, she's just tired. And she's supposed to be like the old man slash bird lady character in yes. this one. Correct. But it doesn't work as much because they have like a comedic uh, cat and mouse relationship at the beginning. Yeah, she's not like secretly kind either. Yeah, it, it's like uh, Dennis the Menace and Mr. Wilson at the beginning. Mr. Wilson, that's his name, right? The guy he annoys? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, um, that was a great pull on my part. Uh, Good job. Thank you to me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just think this movie um, is not good. <laughs> the So I don't... I, well, I, I'm going to correct myself. I do. I get annoyed with like bad acting or like purposefully overacting cause to be like, look at me, I'm doing something funny. You know you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, like you. The, lo- the long-haired guy. Mm-hmm. Annoyed the heck out of me. Uh, yeah, he annoyed me too. He's annoying. I don't. I, honestly, I can't even remember. I can't tell them apart in my brain. The four terrorists because they all just suck. There was long-haired guy. There I, was. I can picture all of them. I just can't remember individually what any of them do. Yeah, I mean, the long-haired guy like gets electrocuted, and he's like, "Watch how I make this funny face." Y- you know, all of them are trying to do that. They're like, "Let's let's do this." Let's do this slapstick for it's like they were doing trailer slapstick, you know? Here's like the problem slapstick for the trailers. You, they're trying to have four Marvs. That's true. They were trying to have four Marvs. There were no Harrys. I guess like the Russian guy was trying to be the Harry. Yeah, he's but kind he of was the still Harry, stupid. But I don't like him. No, I don't like him either. Um, he, he tries to shoot a kid in the head. <laughs> he does. I feel like the traps are much more elaborate in this one. Like, Alex yes. is kind of a super genius. Yes, he does play baby genius in this one. He is a baby um, genius. Yeah, and the way the way that I like, the thing I liked about the traps in the first one is that anyone could kind of stumble into them and get hurt yeah. in some capacity. But in these, it's like, no, you have to step right here and open the door in this certain way, and then knives will fly at your face. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a problem because I feel like they do, they do feel like you have to, you got to get bigger, you know, 
Like right. you got to get bigger than the first two, which in the Home Alone two, Lost in New York, which is not a perfect movie, but it's still a good Home Alone movie. They get bigger by putting them in New York, but the traps are pretty right. much pretty similar to the first one. Yeah, I mean the tra- these traps like require electronics in the yes. first one, uh, and and the second one for that matter. Kevin just like puts tar on the stairs, and that's good. And en- <laughs> or he like throws bricks off a roof. Yeah, he and throws that's bricks. Good he puts a a nail through the stairs. Yeah, um, I did like the remote control car chase scene. Um, did you? No. Sorry. I didn't. We're not supposed to. I just no, think that was I a fun didn't. little twist because that's a fun, believable thing for a kid to do to be like. Because the first half of the movie is kind of like Home Alone, but Rear Window. Like he is. Yes, yes, it is like he, Rear he's Window because they're breaking into the neighbors' houses across the street, which is another fun little twist on the Home Alone thing. I was like, I actually, kind of thought like, what if the whole time they're trying to break in the neighbors' house and he there's somebody to over there, the but then they trying to break into the neighbors' house. Now that's yeah. funny. That's my Jimmy Stewart impression. That was really good. Thank oh. you. And can you say something that he says in It's a Wonderful Life now? Oh, I just want to die. <laughs> Let me jump <laughs> off this bridge. Yeah, I think he does say that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I like the remote control car scene. I thought it was fine and fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think it was fine. Um, did you notice that the mom, they tried to get someone that <laughs> yeah. looked... So similar to Kevin's yes. mom. I was about to say this, and this is part of my theory about how it was originally supposed to be Kevin. Because yeah, she is absolutely supposed to be the mom from Home Alone one. Yeah, I, and the dad even kind of looked like the dad from mm-hmm. Home Alone. He was a little more of a hunk, but you know. Yeah, yeah, the, he did look similar too. Um, yeah, he was. You know, these Home Alone kids. They do be having hunky dads. They do. Uh, they they definitely do, and they have very mean brothers and yes. sisters. Absolutely, that is a formula. Very mean, cartoonishly mean. Yeah. So I want to talk about the siblings really quick. They play a weird, a weird role in this movie. They awesome. like they operate in a pair, you know. Yeah. Uh, and they're almost like ghosts in a way. They'll just like appear behind Max Keeble and be like, you stupid idiot. The police will never believe you. <laughs> it does suck that this movie is about the police not believing like a kid when yes. there are terrorists <laughs> in his neighborhood. Yes. I mean, to be fair, this was pre 9-11. Uh, it was. So. So they're probably, yeah, these police are just like, hey, kids, sorry, we didn't see anything. And then they just go about their merry way. Like, they're, and also, if you call and say, hey, there's someone, I think, breaking into my neighbor's house, the police aren't going to kick in the door. That's a good that's point. Not, that's that, not what they're going to do. That's true. That's not step one. No, that's like step five. Yeah. Um,. Did you like when the tiny plastic remote control car busted through a wooden fence? Yes, I like that very much. <laughs> <laughs> I like that very much. Uh, that made me laugh very hard. <laughs> it was, it's like a hefty wooden fence. Yes. It's a very small remote control car. It, no, it's like a two-by-four, which yes. a strong man cannot break with his hands. But And it just drives toward car. it not very fast and just busts a giant hole in the fence. Yeah, I mean, it did have one of those handheld camcorders from the 90s, so those things are kind of hefty. Those are like bricks, so That's maybe it just use that momentum. Um, um, another I thing, did, did oh, you like ahead. this? Yeah, probably not. Did you like this when ScarJo said Alex slammed the toilet seat down yes. on his thing again? <laughs> yes, I like that very much. That is actually a pretty funny joke. He screams in Home yeah. Alone fashion, and she just says very like casually, Alex slammed the, the toilet seat down on his thing again, as if now, this is something that happens I, all the time. Yeah, now that's, that's comedy, I, folks. I, I have a thing, and I've never slammed the toilet seat d- down on it. Maybe I'm just using the toilet wrong. I, I don't want to get too blue Don't here. You don't have to get blue. No, you don't but have I to. But I will say this. Most toilet seats are shaped in a way that this is not a thing that will happen very easily. Right. Because so Alex there is, is a little piece different. of the front carved out of it yes to prevent this very thing and i've never thought before that maybe that's what that's for but now i'm realizing that it probably is 
Yeah, I mean, we're not getting blue here because the movie invoked it. So right. we we are just here as the custodians of of curiosity. And I was talking um, about fingers, so. Yeah, me too. Um, uh, that's why I said I have it. Yeah. Because I've got 10 of them. Uh, and it is exactly what you think it is. Um, there, There is something interesting about... So his brother is probably like either a teenager, like an early teenager or like a, a late, a late, late, like 12 year old or something, right? Late middle schooler. Sure, yeah. Um, I knew a lot of boys of that age whenever I was that age. Oh, look at you. And thank you. Um, I never, ever, ever went into their rooms and saw a naked woman hanging up on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Why? He does have... He does have- an entire naked woman. Yes, a whole a whole booby. The whole on the, the whole lady. <laughs> yes, and that that is not a thing. Who writes these movies and are like, we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> You're in your room changing into your church clothes, and you what do you turn around and there's just a butt on the wall. Yeah. But yeah, no one does that. And if you're a parent that allows your your child to do that, I may not be a parent, but get it together. Get it together. They got a lot of emotions flying around and hormones. Get it together. He doesn't need the whole lady. Come no, on. No, he doesn't. Oh, so you're just saying like bits and pieces, <laughs> <laughs> scattered around his room like a like a sick puzzle. <laughs> If you want to see this naked woman, you must put the puzzle together. I don't like this. Me either. Uh, I'm anticipating a text from my wife being like, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, also, at the same time, it happened in the first one, and I guess the second one, and this one too, when they find out that Kevin and Max Keeble are not dunderheads, the older brother must recognize his skill. Oh, that's true. Hey, Kevin, it's pretty cool that you didn't burn the place down. Yeah. That's what he says in the first one. What's he say in this one? Hey, Alex, uh, nice job or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty dumb. Yeah, it's pretty dumb, guys. Um, I didn't like when the two terrorists conked their heads together. And it went glunk. They They run at each other and hit their heads together, and it looks so painful. Oh, yes. Absolutely, it looks painful. Didn't like, didn't like that. Wish they didn't, didn't put that in the movie. Yeah, I mean, one thing that I did did not um, did not like about this at all, and I guess this was a uh, Raja Gosnell touch. Yep, a, re- a directorial flair. Was that was, the villains did turn out to be Scrappy Doo? They that, did. It didn't fit in this. No, I it didn't. Scooby Doo. I didn't. I didn't like it in this. He it's weird that he does it in every he's trying to make the scoob verse and right. it's just not working. Uh, but anyway, I did I, I did not like how when something happened there was like a doing yo 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 yoing or you know, yeah. like some some sort of sound effect that went along with it. That was dumb. Just make a crunch of, of bones. Yeah, I feel like there's some of that in the first two home alones, but not as much as in this one. I mean, if it was, it's not as, uh, you know, not as prominent. Like, it's pretty insane that he made a contraption that punches you with a boxing glove when you open a door. With a, It's a spring-loaded mm-hmm. arm with a boxing glove on it. And he almost accidentally killed his mom with it. Well, it would have just punched her in the belly. Uh, That's true. Which ma- would have made her very late to work. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he knew to get her jacket. I'm going to be late. My... My son. <laughs> My son just punched me in the stomach with a robot arm. No, no, Dan. I'm not going to choose between a mortgage payment and my son. No, he just punched me in the stomach with a <laughs> robot arm. No, it's fine. He said that there's terrorists across the street. He said that there's terrorists, Dan, and he has the chicken pox. Um, do we have anything else to say about Home Alone 3? Um... I, I mean, I just this is not necessarily about Home Alone three, but this is about like the late nineties, early two thousands. But every movie of this time period always had to emphasize like that they have a pager or yes, absolutely the in, the internet or you can call me on my mobile telephone or something. It's like they have to 
we have to get with the times. Show this. Make sure you show your big bulky computer. So when Alex's parents would get a thing on their pager that says nine one one. Yeah. Does that mean Alex has called nine one one, or does that is that him sending them a message to call nine one one? I have never I don't know a pager. I'm gonna sound so we're we're a couple of like young millennials. We're on the bottom yeah, edge of the millennial yes, we're range. Very young, and people are gonna be like, "Wow, these rascally kids don't know what pagers." I, I remember my mom having a pager when I was a yeah, kid, me but too. I was never entirely sure what it did. Yeah, I remember my parents having a pager, and I remember them having a pawn pilot. And mm. typically, a pager, it's a pager to pager thing. <coughs> so it's, if it's like oh, someone wants to call me, I'm going to page them my phone number. Oh, that I, I page you my phone number. You see my telephone number pop up on your pager. Oh, Clint wants me to call him. So right. I'm going to go find a phone to call him. Which is so, why I was confused when it said 911. Right. So who sent 911 to his pager? Does that mean the landline sent it to their their phone, their pager saying someone from your address has called 911? I think so. That's the only explanation that makes sense to me. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I can tell you how a Fitbit works, but I can't tell you how a pager works. We didn't even address the fact that you are a robot now. I am a robot now. I have an Apple Watch, and yeah. I have a thing on my stomach now. That, that makes I'm, you I'm, Tony Stark. Yeah, I have my arc reactor on my stomach, guys. It's very You cool. no longer have diabetes. They've cured it. It's, it's amazing. Gone. Now you just have robot blood. Now my body is filled with midichlorians. Now your body is filled with the white milky fluid that's in the androids in the alien movies. Now my body is filled with oil. Oh, man. I thought the third one was going to be something funnier. No, I can do better than that. Now, <laughs> what what is what is a robot thing? Now my body is filled with 0100010. <laughs> Yeah, that's a better one to end on. Thank you. Um, we we got on Home Alone three. I don't want to talk about this movie anymore. Oh well, we are done talking about it, but I don't think the internet is. Uh oh. What are you What are you trying to say, pal? I say I'm trying to say that it's time for. Cue the music. There it is. Hot takes. I thought you usually said it, and then I say, and then I hit the button. I don't know. We. I, it doesn't work when we're not in the same room. Listeners, you guys deserve. But we don't. We have we ever been in the same room? <laughs> We've been. Let's see. Like maybe think, three times over the course of our podcast. We did it for our test episode. That's true. Uh, we did it for Mary Poppins Returns. That's true. We did it for Spider-Man, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. We were in Crystal. And then I think one of the Home Alone movies we recorded from your house. That is n- that is not true. Uh, Are you sure? I think the first I, Home Alone we did. Did we? Maybe. I think we did Spider-Verse and Home Alone the same day. You are correct. We did. We did. Um, yeah, you're and right. People, and people are loving this. They're loving this behind-the-scenes information about episodes from two years ago. <laughs> yes, correct. So time for hot takes. Just as a refresher, because we haven't done it in a minute. Uh, it's when people, uh, and by people I mean all of you listening to this podcast, go online and they let us know what they think about this movie. So we're pulling this from specifically today from the IMDb section customer reviews not customer <laughs> uh, just reviews of uh of this movie and so this first one is the title only and it comes from drummer in the casino which is <laughs> the spiritual successor to panic at the disco no that's um, funny but drummer in, drummer at the casino uh says the criminals have got have got clever but not as clever as the kid okay and this is what you can say about most of the home alone movies yes they have got clever yes but, uh but not as clever as the kid uh this one comes from <laughs> wrestling fan two zero zero three two the names in this episode are on point yes wrestling fan uh comes from or they say one out of ten the boringest home alone ever <laughs> I uh, I challenge that. I think Home yeah, Alone Four is more boring. I agree, it's more boringest. Uh, the review says Home Alone Three was mu- was like the stupidest movie I have ever seen. I actually expected it to be like Home Alone One and oh, Two. So what an idiot you are! <laughs> yeah, but it was a different character in it. But guess True. what? 
It was nothing that I expected it to be. It was boring. I don't know how they made it so stupid. I'll tell you how they made it so stupid. It's how? not by Chris. It's not by Chris Columbus. That's true. It's not. Now John Hughes did produce it. That's interesting. Do you think he just gets a produ- production yeah, no, credit? I don't because think, yeah. I don't think he did anything. But he just owns the the title of Home Alone something. Home Alone and a number. They got to slap that John Hughes name on there. That's true. Uh, this final review comes from Eminem Oreos. <laughs> How are the names so good in this one? I don't know. They're usually just, they're not good. We have a uh, drummer at the casino, uh, wrestling fan 20032, and Eminem Oreos. I feel like there's usually one that's as good as all of these are. I agree. I absolutely agree. Usually, just the names alone are content enough. Um, but yeah. then Eminem Oreos gives it one out of 10, and they say, yuck, Barney is more entertaining. Okay, wow. Now this uh, is one of the sickest burns I've ever heard. <laughs> I agree. Uh, I caught this movie on cable. It's so, I'm so glad I didn't pay to see it. The mm. first movie was cute. The second was a takeoff of the first one. A takeoff? <laughs> yes. Uh, the, the And after seeing the second one, I thought, enough already. This one, this one was a joke. How long can I sit there and watch a kid make booby trap in the house? I think and, uh, you, there are two minutes to that. Booby. They said booby. Um, I think five minutes, no more. Um, this is interesting because this is something that a teenager would write, and this is something that every teenager, every teenager likes to compare a thing of of their scorn and ire against Barney. And I don't understand that. That is true. That's come up multiple times in hot takes, I feel like. It has. Yeah, it's like, oh, I didn't like Dougal. I'd rather sit and watch Barney. Mm -hmm. It's like, Barney is not meant for you. Yeah, come on. Leave Barney alone. Leave leave Narnie alone. (laughs) Oh, man. Barney deserves better than this. He doesn't have to. Barney doesn't need you. Yeah, Barney doesn't need you. Uh, But anyway, that has been hot takes. Hey, I don't care what those people think. Don't you don't? No, I don't. We gotta. I only care what we think, and we gotta ask the three questions of this movie that we ask about every movie: Is this good for kids? Is it good for adults? And does it stand the test of time? Number mm-hmm. one. Why did I say time like that? I said it like time. <laughs> like you a, said it like Neil deGrasse Tyson. I did say it like Neil deGrasse Tyson. I, I said it kind of <laughs> like time. Um, I said it kind of like Tim Curry. I feel like. We have time. Does it stand the test of time? <laughs> this movie is good for adults. So, is this movie good for kids? What do you think? I think it's actually fine for kids. I think that it's fine for kids under the age of like eight, because it is very dumb. It, it, you know, I think that, I think that is fine for kids under eight. I don't want to say it's good. I'm going to say it's fine. So it gets a passing grade that way. Yeah, I think it's good for kids. Um, I think that there is some violence in it, but the violence does happen to very bad people. That's true. Violence is good against bad people. If you are a child and there are terrorists in Mm -hmm. your backyard that you know for sure are terrorists, it's probably okay to be as violent as Max Mm -hmm. Keeble is to them. That was my favorite Magic Treehouse book, Terrorist in the Backyard. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Um. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's fine for kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fine for kids. It's fine for kids. Number two. Is it good for adults? No. It's bad. No, it's a bad Home Alone movie. Yeah. It's a bad movie and a bad Home Alone movie. Yeah. I didn't like it. Um. Does it stand the test of time? No. No. Of course not. It's bad. Of course not. Are you kidding me? No. Of course not. Hey. Hey. You may want to bleep this out. Uh oh. I think it sucks. Uh, bleh. <laughs> I don't. Are I don't think okay? we could even air this episode because you said that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um. So it does go to its version of hell. Where Heck. Where are we oh. sending? Where are we sending this one? Uh, freaking North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's not the movie's version of hell. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're heaven. Uh, maybe. then suburb suburbia. Suburbia is. That's just kind of the setting. I feel like it needs to... It's a chicken pox land. Drop. It gets chicken pox. Yeah. This movie gets chicken pox. It's weird that we've been recording for so long, but most of it was about Crystal. 
that's true. Most of it. No, we t- we talked a little bit about Home Alone three. We did okay. I was worried that this yeah, entire episode had was going to be all Crystal Talk. We did good yeah. though. We had some stuff to say about Home Alone three. Good job. Yeah, us. tune in for the next one. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, it gets chicken pox. Goodbye, Home Alone three. This we didn't really even a we didn't talk about the fact that it's Christmas time, um, which mm. fits because it's this what? movie also doesn't. I'm so sorry. It is Shrimpmas time. Correct. Um, and this movie is shrimp miss, like because it's not Christmas, it's yeah, shrimp miss. It is shrimp miss. Um, and so our next episode is going to be about a little film. Well, is it a film? It's a short, I, it's a fine, it's fine. It's a well, yeah, it's a fine little film. I mean, it's a masterpiece. Uh, I can't say. Oh, that. okay, spoiler alert. We're talking about a Charlie Brown. <laughs> Charlie Brown. Oh, we've already said what we're talking about, haven't we? So yeah, yeah it's fine. <laughs> we're talking about a Charlie Brown shrimp miss. Uh, very exciting. Gonna be mm-hmm. a fun time right here on the pod. And you should follow us on social media because we have a Twitter account. Did you know this? Did you know this? Do you follow us on Twitter? It's at Purely Nostalgia. We also have an Instagram account. It's at Purely Nostalgia Pod. And guess what? I'm on Twitter myself. It's at Elisha P. Smith. And it's the same for letterboxd um and you can follow me at clint jh page the jh stands for jazz hands at twitter and letterboxd and i guess linkedin i haven't had any new followers so i guess you all aren't listening to this yeah um or you're just not using linkedin that's fine too uh but if you like what you hear give us five stars on itunes goes a long way in making sure we're at the top of the list for purely and nostalgic based content and hey guess what what? We, we done. We did Ma- it. Merry Shrimpmas from the boys. Merry Shrimpmas. We'll see you on the other side. That'll do, donkey. We'll see you soon. And Skinath for listening. Now, uh, if you wouldn't mind, just give me a little bit of what you just gave me before we started the recording. Okay. Uh, there was a man. Well, I didn't really get to watch the video after that, but it looked like he was making some sort of hot dog. Oh, no. I thought you were going to just say the last thing that you said. Oh, okay.